0: This is the Embracing the Plan Plan podcast, and we are your hosts, Matthew and Mary-Kate. And We are excited you're here today joining us um, for another good just talk. Um, I'm actually flying solo today. Matthew is painting cabinets. We've um, started our kitchen redo, and we are full steam ahead on that. Um, And We've been dealing with some sick kiddos, and it's just been a week, let me tell you. Um, But one thing that I've had weighing on my heart this week, and just really on my mind a lot, is just the idea of regrets, fear, and how to conquer all of that and move forward in a positive way. So, um, how do you learn to just kind of leave all of that behind when something has happened or, um, you've had to make a decision and you, you realize down the road, "Hmm, man, I wish I could have that back and I wish I could make a different decision. Um, so I want to start this with just the question of if you knew what you know now, would your decisions look differently? And I think this can apply to so many things in our lives. I can apply this to, you know, right off the top of my head, I could probably throw out three or four different scenarios and situations we've been in where a year down the road, six months down the road, five years down the road, I would go, wait a second. Okay, if I if I knew what I knew, if I knew now what I didn't know then my decisions would have looked differently but I think we can always say that about things Um, and so lately I've been really thinking about um, as we start this kitchen project and what it kind of means for us is in finishing up this kitchen and making it kind of our last big project it then is kind of the impetus for moving forward in finding where we go next. And that's been something that we have been searching for for probably a few years now. Um, We had a time where we were really looking for a different house, but then just didn't have the guts to list our first one. And then we had the period of time where we did list our first home and it didn't sell. We took it off the market in order for... um, me to finish out the pregnancy with the twins, and then soon after the twins were born, and we kind of came up from the fog of NICU life and newborn life, we decided, let's put it back on the market, and it sold, Um, and so kind of to, to back up a little bit, I think when you are talking about something as big as buying a house, especially when you're married, it's not just your decision. It's your decision as in you and your spouse. So when we first were planning to get married and really thought that buying a home was the right decision at the time, I had one idea in mind and Matthew had a far different idea of, of what we wanted in a home, in a property, um, in a location. We both wanted different things. And I stressed the importance of, of my wants in terms of the long term I was thinking school systems I was thinking area in terms of um, how close we were to family I was thinking all of those things Matthew was thinking the same thing he is today Um, he's always wanted land he's always wanted privacy um, he's always wanted to just kind of be away from the rush and the hustle and bustle of a bigger town or a, a bigger city and I think five and a half years in, I'm finally thinking he was right all along. And I know he was right all along. And I don't, you know, I could go back and say, well, I, you know, I wasn't sure at the time. I've just never known if that was the right thing for me. Um, but I don't think that I'm the same person that I was five years ago when we were one, looking for houses and two, when we purchased our first home. Neither one of us are the same people we were back then. So I don't look back and regret kind of holding my ground on on what I felt was best for us and for our future and for our, you know, our, we were, I was thinking kids at that point and our future family. I don't regret kind of holding my ground on that, but I do have one regret and that is it was about a year ago, a little, little less than a year ago, I guess, before we put our home back on the market. Um, we actually didn't get the chance to actually list it before it sold, um, our first home. We had found this home that was about an hour and a half from where we are now. And it was everything we both wanted. I had fully come around to the idea of having land, of having property in order to be able to, um, you know, somewhat sustain, um, your family through growing your own food, raising your own meat. And those types, those types of things, being able to do that, I think is something that is really, we've really come to value that. And that is something that we definitely, you know, want to be able to do. So we found this house, um, it had a ton of land, it had, you know, barns, whatever, all the buildings, and it had what I've always wanted, which was a house with character. It was an old, I want to say 1920s, but could have been older farmhouse that it could been completely renovated. It had so much character, so much charm. It had the front porch. It was bright red. It was so cute. Um and I was scared. I was scared to to make that leap. And I think most would agree that I had good reasons. You know, I was looking at um, you know, having three children at the time under the age of two. Two very delicate young babies. I, I think the twins were about three or four months old, but because they were preemies, they were a lot smaller than your average three or four month old. Um, and I had this 18 month old who I had to care for and who, you know, he was into everything. And so the idea of being an hour and a half away from kind of our support system with three tiny little children made me nervous and I and I definitely think rightfully so like I don't feel like I was overreacting um and at the time we didn't know with everything going on with coronavirus and Matthew was home working but you know we just didn't know how long that was going to be first it was just you know oh this will be gone by Easter then it was oh we'll go back at the end of May We'll go back at the beginning of July. We just didn't know when life was going to return to normal. And I feel like at that time, there was still this strong sense of, oh, it's going to go back to normal. We're going to be good. We're not like, I don't think anyone would have guessed that we would be a year into this and still dealing with the craziness of coronavirus. And so in my mind, he was going to be leaving every morning and not be home until five in the afternoon driving into the office and then on top of that add like an hour and a half commute there and an hour and a half commute back but probably call it about two and a half hours because of traffic commuting in and out of the big city um there were a lot of things that I just was really fearful of and when I look back because I looked back the other day just to see I knew that house had sold. I wanted to know, you know, how much did it sell for? When did it sell? Blah, blah, blah. It's such a useful, useless information at this point. But I just wanted to see. And I remember thinking like, wow, I had reason to be concerned, but I really had no faith in myself and in Matthew's, you know, greater plans for our family. And I regret that. I regret being fearful. I regret, you know, being so in love with a, a property that we had found. I mean, the house was, I don't know how to describe it. It was, it was beautiful. The land was beautiful. The little town that it was located in was adorable and tiny. And it was kind of everything we had said we wanted. And I let fear get in the way. And so I, you know, I have been feeling just, I don't, I don't know why I've been thinking about it lately. Um, I think because as we start to get into this kitchen project on our current house and knowing that that's kind of the last big thing we plan to do that is going to take an extended period of time, after that, it's, you know, a couple of touch-ups here or there, and then I think we've kind of done all that we plan to do, and we've been here for a little over six months. Um I think I'm ready at this point to make that leap. And um, I, I do regret, like I said, I, I really regret allowing fear to hold me back, even if those fears had some um, some validity to them. Um, and, it, and it's easy to say that because, like I said, we didn't know when Matthew was going to be going back to work. If I'd have known... He wasn't going to go back to work for a whole year. Then we would have packed up and moved like that day. I would have been like, yep, that's the house. Let's go. But you just don't know those things in the moment. Um, And so I was, when I was thinking about this and regret and fear and just, you know, how does the Lord ask us to process this? I was drawn to um, Psalm 27 verse 14, which is wait on the Lord Be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart. And I was really, um, that just touched me in such a way because I really feel like, you know, I don't know if God was asking me to be courageous a year ago when we were looking at that house and really thinking, could we do this? I think he was asking me to use it as an opportunity to not just be courageous, but allow him to strengthen our heart and our desire and allow him to show us that, you know, he was going to put us through this past year and really submit in our hearts what we think we've always wanted. Um, and that being, you know, a, a property and a, and a home to raise our kids on that we can be somewhat self-sufficient and we can, you know, just have a very authentic, genuine way to raise our kids where you know we are not distracted by everything and and our kids grow up out of the noise um and i th- i think god gave us this last year to really strengthen our hearts and strengthen our desire for for what we want um and um another thing i've been doing lately and this kind of got me thinking about just Having that regret and, and feeling it so strong because, in a way, I feel like you know, I have the regret and I had the fears. Um, but it, it felt like a lack of tr- you know, I feel like it. I kind of was saying I don't trust my husband and what his plans and what his aspirations for our family are. Um, and I know he would disagree with that, I know he would think that I'm probably being dramatic, but that is what it has felt like. Um, As I've kind of processed all this over this awful week of sick children and just craziness and starting a kitchen remodel. But um, I've been reading this um, amazing 40-day devotional um, that Matthew actually got me for my birthday um, by Christy Wright. And we love Christy and just all the people at Ramsey Solutions. And it's called Living True, 40 Days to Get Back to You. And um i was reading the other day and the, the title for the day was god is on time and i thought after after kind of thinking about um psalm 27:14 wow you know yes god is asking us to be to have courage and to strengthen our hearts but he's also asking to trust in him and in his timing um and we've seen over and over in our lives that you know god's timing is not wrong god's not late god's not early He's just God and he comes in at this moment when we would least, you know, expect it or when we need it most, he's there. Um, And so his timing is never wrong. And um, I just really loved that that daily um, section for um, the other day about God's timing. And um, her, her story that she always throws in kind of a personal story and it was really good about timing and about meeting her husband and, um, just about, you know, we don't have, our timing is not what matters. It's God's timing and it's us submitting to him and just, you know, like our whole entire podcast is about just embracing him and his plan and, and not worrying that he's not going to show up or he, or he's early and we missed it, and I think that's what I've been trying to tell myself all week is, I didn't. It feels like we've missed an opportunity in that house and in that property, and in, you know, just the fact that we loved it so much. It feels like we, we missed it. It was like the door was open and we were too late, and the door closed. Um, and that's not true, you know. God is not early, and you miss him. He's not late and you're not there. He's just at the right time. Um, and and so continuing from that and kind of trying to find more scripture that would really just put to rest these notions of fear and these notions of regret that I have in this whole house ordeal that I feel like we've been constantly living in for the last couple years. Um and I'm sure we've all heard this verse, but Isaiah 60, 22, 22 tells us, When the time is right, I, the Lord, will make it happen. And I have repeated that verse so many times just in the um, journey of home selling, home buying, home searching that we've done over the last few years. You know, because we've had a bunch of houses that we felt were the right one. Um, And we've had, I would say two, probably the one that we passed on last year. And there was one the year before that, you know, I always said, I've never had my heart broken. I've only dated one person and that's the person that I married. I've never had my heart broken by someone, but that house broke my heart because it, it didn't work out. It wasn't meant to be. And I really, you know, you have to just repeat when the time is right, I the Lord will make it happen over and over. And so you start to believe that, you know what, there's nothing, you know, I can only do my best, but God is going to be the one that makes this happen. Um, and hindsight is always twenty twenty. 20 Looking back, I think to dwell and regret something if that's how you look back on it and you constantly just sit in this state of, of dwelling on it and stewing about it and, you know, if it does nothing but spur negative emotions, then you're not doing anything to help yourself move forward um, in a positive way. And <clears throat> if you look back on things and you look back on decisions where, you know, like I said at the beginning, if you knew what you know now, would your decisions look differently? If you look back on things... Um, and you reflect on them in a constructive way. Not reflecting on them just to say, you know, oh crap, I wouldn't have done that. If I if I could go back, I wouldn't do that. But look back on it. Why wouldn't you do that? What was holding you back? What were your fears? Were those fears valid? Or were you, you know, fearful and not focusing on how God could help you through those fears. Um, and so if you if you look back and you reflect in a, in a constructive way and you resolve to not live in fear, um, I really feel that's the only reason to ever look back on something. Um, and that's the only way that you can look back on something and and bring forward positivity out of it. But don't do it for long. I think that has been my biggest thing this week is, you know, it's just been a stressful week and I've been thinking, oh my gosh, how amazing it would be to be sitting in that gorgeous clawfoot tub in my 1920s country cottage in the middle of nowhere, relaxing during this stressful week of, of, you know, little kids with colds rather than... You know, the week that I'm in, it's been nothing but wiping runny noses and, um, you know, sticking them in peppermint baths, and we have no more Epsom salt left, and that's what my week is consisted of. Um, and I just kept thinking, wow, how would we be dealing with this situation differently if we'd have been in that house? Um, but it's, it's just not constructive to do that ever unless you can – reflected back in a constructive way, and then resolve to just not fear things moving forward. Um, And so I've learned quite a bit through this. And I think number one is trust your spouse. And I didn't not trust him. I just wasn't ready to make the leap like he was. Um, But I think when God puts you with someone and you know you're married and you are to spend the rest of your life together I think sometimes you're either jumping off together hand in hand or you know you're holding your spouse's hand saying I believe in this wholeheartedly I believe we can do this trust me follow me and then they jump and you follow and I think that's kind of where I was I didn't, I never thought that he would, you know, I've never thought that he would make a decision that would put us in a bad place as a family, Um, but I just, I, I, I wasn't ready to jump, and he, and, you know, I, was he ready to jump? Yeah, I think so, Um, it was a, you know, it's a big decision to move an hour and a half away from everyone, um, and be somewhere, like, you know, that you've never lived, and, when you've got three super young kids it's just a big decision but you know when you love something so much like I said I'm looking back and regretting it because I, I loved that property so much um, but one trust your spouse and if they are passionate about something and they are telling you I believe in this I, th- I believe we can do this don't be afraid to just hold on tight to their hand and, and take that leap with them. Um, and the second thing I've learned from this is just that life in and of itself is uncertain. And so if there's something you really love and you've regretted not doing it in the past, you know, don't be fearful. We've, we've got to live a life where we just decide to go for it. And um, I know going forward should you know, another house come up that I feel like we both are in love with, and it just seems like it's amazing, and it's what, you know, exactly what we want, we're going to go for it, without a doubt, we're going for it, um, and I think that's part that kind of goes back to Psalm 2714 and strengthening your heart, you know, my heart is strengthened in this, and I am ready for this, and I'm ready to see what that property is, what that house is, and I'm ready for God to just show it to us, and um, for him, to allow His timing to work. And my heart is strengthened, and I, I have no fears. So w- when that time comes, I'm ready to go for it. Um, and then, lastly, just you know, learn from whatever regret you have, and then let it go. And that's kind of what this podcast for me is. I've been thinking about this all week, like I said, and um, I wanted to find a way to put it out there for everyone to, you know, find a way to apply this to your life. And if there's something you're holding on to that you regret doing or you regret not doing, um, you know, anything, you know, sit in it, don't dwell in it, sit in it in a constructive way, and then let it go and move forward in a more positive way and in a way that, you know, you've got this resolve to do better, to be better, and to not let this regret continue to haunt you moving forward. Um. Because if you if you have things from your past that hold you back, and not just regrets or fears, but anything really, you're not going to be able to grow as a person. And I think, you know, God wants us to grow every day in who we are and in him and so we've got to be able to just strengthen our hearts be courageous don't be fearful and, and, and grow and move forward and become more of the person that God meant for us to become so um, yeah I think you know, if you knew what you know now would your decisions look different And I think after the crazy year we all just lived through, I don't know how anyone couldn't apply that question to something in their life. Um, 2020 was a very interesting year and it it caused us to make a bunch of decisions that I don't think any of us ever planned on having to make maybe ever or in our lifetime or just in that year. Um, So what, you know, what would you do differently? How can you reflect? on something, you know, whether it was a mistake, whether it's a regret, whether it's a fear that you let overcome you, um, how can you reflect on that in a positive way, in a constructive way, and in in a way that just you can resolve to be better and to do better and to not live your life in fear, not, you know, constantly walk around with your list of mistakes and regrets in your back pocket, but say, I've thought about those, I've, I've, you know, reflected on them and I'm I'm gonna you know take what you know wisdom I can from them and I'm gonna move forward and I'm not gonna let them haunt me um so um you know just reflect resolve be fearless and um you know it's easy to say live your life with no regrets but I think we all have some if we're being honest and and that's okay. It's okay to have them, but it's not okay to let them haunt you. So, um, just go in peace and, um, be fearless and and be steadfast in the Lord. And he will, um, in his time, you know, give you peace and, and give you happiness and, um, all the things in which you pray for. And, trust in him and and embrace his plan overall because his plan is is the ultimate plan and it's far better than your wildest dreams so that is all that I have for you today and um you're listening to it right now I'm letting this regret go right here and right now um so I wish you all um a happy weekend and um Join us next week for another episode here at Embracing the Plan, and God bless.